back. I know you've you've been waiting for us. Let's talk comics to me time. We're here. We're ready to talk comics to you. Yeah, last week we went and saw The Green Knight because that was just more important than talking to you about comics. That's what we did. I was like trying to think of why we didn't do it. I was like, oh, I've been moving. I was like, I feel like there was something that we had done. I mean, technically, technically that your moving was also part of it. Yes, yes. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm Champ Champenstein. I am Deb Patel. And this this is your first time joining us. Welcome to a very cool comic book podcast where we just spout off nonsense about bullshit. We, just, we don't really <laughs> talk about anything. Um, thought, you thought you were here for comics, but that's not going to happen. No, probably not. All right. You want to go for it? Yes. Okay. Okay. I have this book. This is a Black Caravan book, which I don't think I've ever read any Black Caravan books. I feel like you have, but I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, uh, this is We Don't Kill Spiders. Um, title alone is not something I'm into. Uh, I didn't realize that I had ordered this book based off of the title. I was like, I'd never read a book about spiders. But apparently I did. So this is a story about Norse uh, Vikings, I guess. Not not really, but at the same time, it takes place in... Norway, very long time ago, um, there's a, a, a witch in this little tribe that it lives like on the outskirts and stuff. She's being investigated for some murders that are happening around. Um, there's an outsider named Bjorn who doesn't believe in any of the old gods, so they hire him to do some investigating. There's her family, um, they don't kill spiders. That's, that's their whole thing. Um, it's very. I actually really, really enjoyed this. I was. I was right. telling. Well, that's good. Yeah, I was telling Wendy today that you know, nine times out of ten, if there is a story about Vikings or any anything Norse, I will get it. This is one of the better ones that I have read. It's it's very interesting. I the art was incredible. Colors. I just very much enjoyed it. Um, I'm glad I added it to my poll because, again, based off of the title, this just does not seem like something I would read. So. Pleasant surprise. All right. I'm going to kick it off with a couple books. Um, first, I think this came out a couple weeks ago. I can't remember. Uh, this is Skybound X. This is issue number three. Uh, I got this because there is a nice little Murder Falcon story in there. Um, and I've talked about Murder Falcon on several different occasions. But mm-hmm. um, cried about it too. I've cried about it, yeah. like straight up just bald while recording doing, <laughs> doing that. That was cool. Um, but yeah, that is a book I cannot recommend enough. Um, honestly gave me lots and lots of feelings. And even this short little snippet of a story, it was about five pages. It was, um, just a little part of like a flashback to when they were trying to find, uh, all the pieces of the band. So it is like a companion piece to murder yeah, story. Yeah, okay, cool. but it's like them thinking back upon this time after like Jake is already gone and stuff. So it's uh yeah, it hit me right in the feelings. I definitely I definitely cried because I, I just fucking love this story and I know like we've had friends talk about how they enjoy it because it like touches on like rock stars who have died, but I also just think for myself, like the very realistic like (laughs) weirdly realistic look at like death and it's like impact on you especially when it's somebody you're very close to and your friend um and in this case like with cancer it's just 
I don't know, really hits me in my feels quite a bit because these are things I've always dealt with. So it's like, I don't know. It's a really good book and it makes me feel very sad, but also very like, I don't know. Hopeful is not the right word, but also I, it is. <laughs> yeah, I know. That feeling that you're talking about. Because, yeah, it just like, makes me think about all the people I've lost and loved and, you know, everything in between. I think that's, like, part of the reason why I just haven't been able to read. I really want to read it, but, like, I have a very difficult time with cancer. So I I can't read stories about it because it's very upsetting to me. Well, and I think, like, the turn in this book, too, like, particularly, like, when it happened, I mean... I, I've talked about this many times, but that issue just fucking gutted me. I you made me <laughs> read that one, and I got like choked yeah. up about it too. It just like it absolutely just like hit me so hard, and I remember like finishing the issue and setting it down, like not even the last issue, but just like the turn, and just like crying on the couch by myself for a period of time because there's just like a lot to take in and. I don't know, there's something really impactful about a book called Murder Falcon, just, like, destroying your feelings like that, and also just being, like, super lighthearted and fun and about just, like, music and what that means to people, too. So, I don't know, I just went on a rant about Murder Falcon in general there, but can't can't suggest enough. Once again, I think it's great. Go pick up the trade. Uh, there was also an assassination, little assassination. Yeah, I hate that. Assassination. <laughs> assassination. Uh, assassination yeah that's it (laughs) you want to keep going yeah uh story in there too so and that looks like that story might be continuing interesting that was the one you liked right okay i i like a lot of those Mm -hmm. stories but yeah i really did like that one um okay i'm gonna i'm gonna go on now keep going um i have seven to eternity this is issue number 17 this is the last issue of this uh the story this whole epic journey and saga if you will yeah a saga if you will like even in 17 issues that doesn't seem like a lot but the story was so incredibly dense that like it, it truly is a lot and i would like to go back and read it as a whole um like i told you it just ended exactly how i wanted i it's interesting like, I, the thing I do especially love about Rick Remender is his ability to write, like, a protagonist that just fucking sucks. Just, like, somebody you absolutely hate and you don't want to necessarily succeed. Because I think it's the most realistic portrayal of people in real life because I, a lot of comic book main characters, they're all, like, not necessarily all of them, but they're, like, likable and there's some sort of quality to them that you can relate to, whereas, like, he writes these characters that are just real. Mm-hmm. Like, everyday people. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I really liked how this ended. I, the story was really great. The art and the colors are incredible. Like, one of the best parts of this book. I can't, like, getting Chris that, like, oversized artist edition of, like, the first little, the first and second issue, I think it was. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, it's just so incredibly, incredible to look at just even with just, like, pencils. It's, uh, it's so good. The art really, really does a great companion to, like, the story. It really, like, brings it to life in such a way that, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with it. I think every good turn deserves you know another i guess mm-hmm. if that's how the saying goes if I not that sounds right if not that's how my saying goes it's a champ original <laughs> um but yeah i if you really like super dense sci-fi western stories 
that is a, a book to go to. Mm-hmm. Uh, also about politics and like monarchs and fucking being selfish and figuring out what that means to save the world and it's a lot I just I only read that first story arc but I absolutely loved it but I'm gonna have to I wanted it to finish so that I could like blow through it I do think it is a book that will be better suited to like read and trade just because one yeah it is so dense two it's just it took so long to come out. Like, yeah. this was a story, like, I think I, I started reading this before, like, you and I started hanging out. Yeah, no, I was going to say, because there was that period of time when it was, like, on hiatus for, like, a year. I yeah. remember you saying that. And then there's the time between this issue and, like, the other issue that I got. Because I thought this book was over until yeah. you were like, oh, like, why do we have all these issues? Oh, this has to be the last issue. And then yep. I was like, oh, yeah, no, that absolutely is the mm-hmm. last issue. Uh, but, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Read it if you want. <laughs> uh, so this is Seven Secrets. This is uh, issue number eleven. We're pretty pretty deep in here. They are trying to protect secrets and shit. We're finally getting to know who is doing the bad things. They like the the group is split at this point. Caspar is with a, a group who's the main character. He's the the boy. Oh, he's not on the mm-hmm. cover. Just kidding. Um, and then this group here that's on the cover, they are going to the now destroyed country of Switzerland to receive or to retrieve the secret that was left there. So this is a, there's a betrayal, there's a twist, it's hot, and <laughs> yeah, well, I love this story. Yeah, no, I really, I really like the way it like sets itself up and like flows through it. I, I know it definitely has an ending. But I, I'm curious to see, like, where, like, how long it takes to get there and, and all of that stuff. I love the twist. I was I was for it. 100% for it. I, I just, every issue is so exciting because, like, you think you know what's going to happen. And Caspar is like, nah, you're never going to believe this. And he, he's right every single time. <laughs> yeah. Good book. Great art. Like, the art is really good. Yeah. It really, like... The style just reminds me very much of like watching an actual like anime or cartoon, yeah. and like being right there with the action and like especially for an action book, it does a really great job of like portraying that without being like overtly cheesy. Mm-hmm. Good book, very very good. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Um, I have not read this one yet because I am not quite caught up. There's a whole previous like two story arcs before this that intertwine into this and I just don't know like how much it needs okay. how much it does so I was gonna start reading this just from the beginning but I felt like it would make more sense if I like went back yeah read the whole story first so this is a uh, god killer tomorrow's ashes um this is issue number two um I couldn't even tell you like what exactly this story is about because there's just so many different moving pieces but it's just about a i guess an easy way to put it is an orphan named tommy he runs away from like an abusive orphanage in a fascist city to look for a new heart for his dying sister and it's just like it's this weird when it does it say it here no it doesn't on on the trade it is um listed as the genres it is um cyber horror 
and some there was something else that was really weird that I was just like is that even a genre like <laughs> it was very strange but I got it originally just because I had seen some of the art from it and I really really enjoyed the colors and I thought that the art was really cool so when I get caught up on this I will let you know how it is so I enjoy it so far from what I've read it's it's very futuristic <laughs> Uh, all right. I have Dreaming Waking Hours. This is issue number 12. This is the last issue. Um, I'm really, I love that cover so much. Yeah. Uh, I'm really bummed out. I I just want more. But it ended really, really wonderfully. I can't... Once again, I know I've been saying this about a lot of these books, but this is also a book I could not recommend en- enough. Um, I really loved Heather after. I thought she was wonderful. I really... You know, I talked about this before, loved, like, what they said about, like, trans trans folk, trans women, especially within this, like, these issues, uh, especially, like, really, like, having her be the main character mm-hmm. and also just very a huge th- through line. I feel like <laughs> you need to showcase the shirt right oh, now, too, <laughs> just, just because we're on that topic. So, on that, protect trans, trans kids. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just do it. Um, so yeah, I just, this book also, like, the art and the panel setups and the things they do are so beautiful, and the love story that is, like, oddly told and weaved throughout it is very wonderful. I, (laughs) I, I'm really sad. I'm really sad. This was such a, like, such a fantastic team for a book, especially like this, that I can't. I want more. I want more. I don't even care if it's this. Like, it was just so good, and it was such a well-written story, and just so beautifully like drawn and like colored. It's how many uh, bags of popcorn? I would. I would personally give it ten bags of popcorn because it's ten out of five. Ten out of five. Ten out of whatever. Like, it's just so good. Uh, I, you know, I picked this up because of the creative team, but also kind of on a whim Mm -hmm. uh, without knowing anything about, like, the Dreaming or Sandman or really anything. Like, I know stuff about the Sandman universe, enough to, like, you know, pick. You were familiar. (laughs) Yeah, like, I can pick and be like, yeah, I I get this. I know who this is. But it was so easy to just, like, go in, take in these characters and take them in so fully that, like, I, I, you know, I came out of it loving them and loving every moment of like the things they're doing and i i'm so satisfied i'm so happy very satisfied that's two books that finished this week that you were satisfied with. yeah no i that was the thing too it was like weird because you know at least with seven to eternity i had been reading it for so long like the dreaming just felt like it went too fast mm-hmm. <laughs> like it just like it came out so like regularly it just bums me out but still good still worth it never never disappointed by an issue so um now i have swamp thing (laughs) this is issue number six also sad that this book is about to wrap up this is only 10 issues but i really like levi's story um him becoming the swamp thing right now he's being chased by the suicide squad which seems really odd. Um, I didn't mean to laugh, but it just, it, it was silly. Yeah, no, especially, like, if you've been reading this book, it kind of, like, it's been buried in the back matter. Like, the last pages are always, like, Amanda, 
Waller and uh, Peacemaker talking mm-hmm. about like going to find Swamp Thing for the last couple issues. So I knew it was coming. But yeah, it is still like a little silly, but I really liked it. It was a lot of fun. Like the thing is, I, I just, I really do enjoy Ram V's like writing quite a bit. And I don't like, I don't know why I disliked his Catwoman. I don't know if it was just like because it was like switching writers back and forth at that time. So I, I think just it like, was. so it couldn't like hook itself in the way like his writing does. Mm hmm. But I like, just, do you think if he had started it? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, like if he had started it from the beginning, it would have been different. But because you were so used to like this one, and then he just came in and was I don't, like, I don't think it was that because I think it was like they both were doing like mm-hmm. it was like almost a couple issues and then a couple issues, a right. couple issues, okay, and a couple yeah. issues. And I think, and I've heard nothing but good things about his Catwoman mm-hmm. run, so it's like it has to be like decent. I just couldn't. I had to jump off that book like. Going back and forth can get a little tedious. Yeah, but it was just such the beginning of it. I don't know if that was what it was, too. Mm-hmm. But really like this story. I think, like, Mike, Mike Perkins. I think that's his name. Sorry, mm-hmm. everybody. Yeah, damn, You're dude. right. Uh, Mike Perkins' art and then Spice, Spicer's colors are just... I, I love Mike Spicer's colors so much. Yeah. They're always so different like in each book he's doing like he did murder falcon he's doing he's done swamp thing there's another book of his i'm reading that i know since you oh, i guess to... i have one next from last week at the beta ray but bill book oh, okay but, yeah yep a but lot yeah, a lot like a lot of books i really oh. enjoy and i think still water yeah <laughs> i was like i know i had just like seen yeah one. so it's i think his colors are really really good and i think this book in particular like it's just ugh, looks great. I, I love the way it looks. Yeah. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. I went on a couple rants there. Sorry. We're gonna go. Uh, this is the wait. The me you love in the dark. Yeah, I, I almost said it backwards. The you me love in the dark. The me the you, you me you. <laughs> the me you love in the dark. Uh, a young artist is dealing with some art art block. Decides to move out into the Midwest, right? Yeah. Seems like into Iowa, right? I don't know. I didn't really look. I feel like they said Iowa. I just saw the Midwest, so that could have been. Maybe I was just thinking Iowa because it was in another book that I had. <laughs> but she moves into a big scary house, and it's said that there are ghosts that live there, which is why she decides to move in. She starts kind of having a little conversation with the ghosts and finds out it might be real. Yeah, Midwest. Um, yeah, Ghost Haunted House. That's it. It's yeah. um, by the same creative team who did Middle West, uh, Scotty Young, and Jorge Corona. Um, Which is why I got it. Like, you know, I love Haunted Houses too, but that was the main reason I got it. Yeah, that was also the main reason I, I got it. I don't even know if I read the solicit as much as just was like, oh yeah, I'm going to order this book. It's only six issues. I really yeah. I really like their last team up. I'll, I'll take it. I'm pretty sure that's what happened to me too because I could not, when we got it in, I was like, I don't remember what this is about, but that does happen every single week. So who knows? <laughs> All right, ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have Stillwater now. This is issue number nine. Nine? Yeah, nine. I, I did it by the back. I did really great. Oh, shoot. Yeah, I was did. really proud of myself. Um, we're just dealing with a lot of a lot of stuff in this town, and the kids are basically done with this shit. They're over it. They understand how humane it is for them to stay there. Inhumane. Inhumane. I thought I said that, but I realize now I did not. <laughs> Inhumane, because they want long legs. They want to grow up. 
They yeah. want facial hair. Yeah, they want all of the things that kids want when they want to grow up and also have spent their whole entire lives, like, at least 30 years as children. I would be so mad. I get it. I would rebel instantly. I'd be like, no, nah, dog, we're taking over. I just wonder what it's like to be horny in that situation. Like you're 35 I, years old, but you're still a child. Just weird. Yeah, I know. It's weird. I just... Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so yeah, it's oh. super inhumane to keep these kids in still water. Um, yeah, shit's kind of like boiling over. Everything's been like just bubbling and sizzling and it exploded. And now it's just like back at the same point. Now we can put the pasta in the pot because <laughs> it's ready to be cooked. There yep, we go. Italian. All right, go ahead. Okay. Um, yeah, see, there's some... My dog stepped all over my comics and ruined a bunch of them, so that's been fun. Um, This is Maria Lovett's Porcelain. This is issue number one. It's brand new. It's just a classic Maria Lovett story. A young girl with the the face of an angel is in this small town, and she leaves to go get some groceries, I guess, and ends up in a dollhouse. It's like a fun house, but it's called the dollhouse, and meets someone there. So, you know classic i have no idea what's going on just like every first issue of a maria lovett Mm -hmm, story but mm -hmm. sounds right art is fantastic of course um but this is actually one of them where i just don't know if i enjoy it i thought i was going to of course but i just don't and you know i love like porcelain dolls and just like weird dolls in general but i just didn't It it was lacking something and i don't know what so I don't, I really don't have anything to say about that one just because, you know, again, first issue, I'm confused as I'll get out, so. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. I got Buffy, and this is issue number 28. Still doing it. I'm just hanging on in there. That is almost 30 issues of that book. That's wild. I, uh, and honestly, I don't know how I've kept reading it this long. I don't know. I don't. I also think I've now just, like, blanked out my brain and just, like, take it in, because it's Buffy, and this is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. There's nothing much to say about it. Um, if you know Buffy, then you know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, they're just dealing with, like, m- m- multiverses, basically. They stumbled upon the fact that there were multiple universes and different, like, Sunny Vale, Sunnydales. Sunnyvale. <laughs> I like that. It's like the mirror dimension version. Uh, Sunnydales and different versions of themselves, and you know, Giles. Giles has a mom here. It's in this in this Buffy universe, the one I'm reading. His mom is like the head watcher. Giles is too old to have a mom. I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> no, I meant. She- yeah, I get it, but it's okay. Um, Who knows? But yeah, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, I don't suggest this book. <laughs> I don't. I'm not going to even, like, front with that. Like Maybe the first, like, few story arcs, because I do remember enjoying the first one quite a bit, and I, I don't would, know if that was just because Dan Moore did the art, or... I think that probably had something to do with it. I would at least say the first story arc, maybe to Hellmouth. Yeah. Like, that, and push it, pushing it is saying to Hellmouth, because that, like... That was not a very good, like, story, honestly. I liked it after reading, like, the angel part of it, like, seeing the different point of views, I guess. Yeah. Like, I liked it after that. But, yeah, no, I don't... I definitely wouldn't recommend that, and 
you know, how he felt about the art for a while. It was mm-hmm. very much a no for me. I mean, obviously the art has changed, like, because mm-hmm. that's, like, that type of book. But, yeah, I just, I I don't, I'm not sure what ke- compels me to keep buying this book. I don't know if it's, like, the covers, the fact that I just really love, like, new Buffy stories, or if it's just, like, I'm, it's, like, when I watch, like, garbage TV. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, oh, I'll just read this comic. I'm not saying it's garbage. That is very rude of me to say. There's but, just something, like a guilty pleasure almost, yeah. even though you're not getting any pleasure out of it. It's just making you feel guilty. Yeah, it's just like I'm reading words. I'm having a, yeah. a time. Yeah. I'm the take- story's progressing. Yeah, that's that's basically it. Yeah. That's basically it. I'm ready. Okay, let's do it. Uh, this is Nice House on the Lake. This is issue number three. Uh, Arturo? Mm-hmm. He's having a bad day. Yeah, just or not, ba- bad days. Just not excited to be there because no one else is, I guess, reacting the way that he nobody else they should. Nobody else is taking it seriously. Yeah, and it is. I don't know. I like part of me is like, yeah, he has a point. The other part of me is just like, dog, you're not gonna save the world. What are you gonna do? Like, it, you might as well watch or, a Disney movie. And like, what are the five? Like, what? There's five, six of them. I'm, I don't. Ten. Ten of them. So, or is there, is this guy dead now? I don't know. I know we're only getting like a little, like they don't introduce, I mean, they were all introduced, but we are only getting like a couple at a time, which I feel like is Well, I just meant good. like based on this like last yeah. like, little page. See, and I don't here. know if he actually was because I thought he. Anyway, that's, that's discussion to have later. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know. Anyway, I, uh, I like this story. I really, I really fucking like the art. I think that yeah. might be my favorite part about this whole entire book is just, like, the art is so, so, so good. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's bananas. It's uh, creepy. It makes me uncomfortable, yeah. which it works for the type of horror that it is. Alvario Martinez Bueno. The colors, yeah, yeah, too, yeah. are just, like, Dream really... killing it. Yeah, just really, like, well-balanced. It's just... Yeah, and it is, like, the story itself is a weird horror because it just, like, makes you feel uncomfortable. Because mm-hmm. it's, like, there's obviously something more, but what is that more and what does this mean? Yeah, and I suppose the aspect, too, of, like, this friend that you've known for years knew about this the entire time and... And he's like te- technically the bad guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I mean, I'd I'd be fine with it. You know, I wouldn't care. I'd be like, cool. Thanks for saving me. But at the on the other side, it's just like you just let everyone else die. You knew this was going to. Happen. I know he couldn't have done anything about it. He did what he could, but it's still just like. Well, yeah, because like all the other reper- like repercussions. I think in the last issue they talked about mm-hmm. that because it was like these people had families that were actually outside still and dying, right. and like all of these aspects of it. So it's just like, yeah, he saved them, but at like what cost to their like sanity, humanity, and like. And he didn't give them a choice either. Yeah, and I think that's the thing that makes me the most uncomfortable. It's like he didn't give them a choice. He made the decision for them, and now he's forcing them to stay there. Like he said in this issue, it's a it's a prison. Yeah, like it's absolutely. A, it's a nice looking prison, not not really, but yes. This is wind. This is issue number nine. Our group of uh, heroes, travelers, friends, princes, uh, gardeners. They are 
in the kingdom of the what are they called the sprit spittles sprit I just thought they were fairies oh are they the fairies okay I get because there's so many different like terms and like then all of the like mythology and lore behind like mm-hmm. all these characters that I keep getting them like mixed up. Yeah, but they're they're fairies. They're with the fairies. Yes, they're with the fairies, um, and they're waiting or hoping that Thorn gets better while the they're being hunted by the vampires. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is exactly what's going on in this issue. They're kind of waiting out to see also if like the Council of Fairy is willing to help them. And trying to sway them to do so. And this story is still really good. I really love how it is, like... It's really fantasy without being, like, so overly so, Mm -hmm. I guess, is the best way to describe it. I really love the characters. I love, like, the development of them and, like, who they are a lot. Like, Wind is a character. I, I really love him. He's just, like, so sweet. And... I love my boy Yorick. Like, every issue that, like, comes out, you get to see more of him and not just the version of him that exists because of his father. And I just... I love him. I'm I'm very excited that he's becoming friendly. (laughs) I know we've said this basically about every book this week, but the art is really, really great, too. Always, yeah. It fits, like, so well with the story, and I just... I love all of their facial expressions and all mm-hmm. the things they're saying and all the backgrounds and like character designs quite a bit. It's just it's a really it's a really nice looking book and it's I feel like just so once again one of those things where it's like, oh I feel like I'm watching a cartoon, like I'm in there with it. <laughs> I do. I do love that too. And I, I just love the way that the I don't know, one of my least favorite things in most books is how the bad guys are always like grotesque ugly Mm -hmm. but in here i think this makes sense like the vampires are the ones that like they they are not a very pretty species at all (laughs) and the fairies are Mm -hmm. like i i feel like this makes sense but i just i love the way the vampires are drawn like especially the queen she if i saw her out at night i would probably just die from fright (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's just a a really good book very kid-friendly pretty gay yeah pretty pretty gay (laughs) So, we love it. We love a gay book. <laughs> Big man. Beautiful. <laughs> Big man, beautiful. Okay. Um, I have Batman. I did add this to my poll because I am a... Uh, I just love punishing myself, apparently. Uh, this is issue 111. I have not read this one yet because I am still a few issues behind. I ended up grabbing like 106 through 110 and then added this last week so i was very surprised that it was i had gotten it Mm -hmm. um i got this because jorge Jimenez is just such an incredible artist i love it he's did the joker war which is i really enjoyed that like that story arc um so yeah when i read this i'll let you know i guarantee i'm gonna like it just because of the art and of course it's tiny onion so i was saying we just did three books of his in a row yeah um I've been, I mean, again, like the Joker war was also by him and I enjoyed that quite a bit. So maybe I will enjoy his Batman. I mean, he's been on that Batman book for a bit now. I didn't read any of it though. Like that was the only part that I had read and I had only like what people I know have told me versus like Tom King versus him. So I just, I didn't have any like real opinions, Mm -hmm. but I did enjoy what I've been reading of his so far. So 
I never thought that I would add a Batman book, and now I have three of them on my poll. So this is my life now. Uh, I have The Good Asian. This is issue number four. Just good detective stories. Good. Some uh, naked fighting, which is always a great part of detective stories. I love that so much. Uh, I don't really want to get too much into it just because it's pretty deep in. The mystery's pretty, like, deep in as well. Uh, I will say, like, I do, like, I think the art is really great. Uh, the way the panel, some panels are set up are really, really cool. Uh, I just love, God, why am I, I'm not going to fuck his name up. Yeah. I was going to say Harkness, but it's Hark. Uh, Edison Hark, who's the main character, the main detective, because it just... <laughs> he's just kind of an asshole. He's also just, like, got a lot of shit going on. Like, that's really it. Just, like, he's dealing with, like, so much shit from all, like, angles. Classic um. detective story. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Um, and then Heather and I both technically kind of read this. Heather... I did I did read it today I just read it while I was at work so I didn't get to absorb it as much as I wanted to uh this is Joker puzzle box Mm -hmm. and this is a little Matthew Rosenberg joint which is why I picked it up Mm -hmm. that was why Um, I wanted to read it so (laughs) I love I love him he's probably one of my favorite writers and then Jesus Marino and Joshua Hickson did the art. And I really liked the art in this book a I lot. did too. I was actually going to text you about that because one of my favorite things about Joker when he's drawn is how big they draw his chin. And I love seeing the different ways that people draw it. And I absolutely love his chin in this. It is so exaggerated. Yeah, no, and I just, I love... I love the kind of switch in art styles that mm-hmm. happened for them going into the cave. Uh, basically, Joker is being questioned about the Riddler, the Riddler potentially being dead, uh, and then it's about the uh, then it's about also the, the Riddler also. kind of trying to put a group together to try and find some puzzle pieces. I don't know. It was really. I enjoyed it. I liked it a lot. I feel like it's one of those things where, like, you can definitely feel, like, Matthew Rosenberg quite a bit throughout this. Mm -hmm. Like, I... And there was just one of my favorite panel setups when they were doing the, uh... The... That one? one? Yeah. Yeah, I loved that one. Love a good grid. Love a good grid. It's, uh... Dare I say, uh... Yeah, just yeah. beautiful. It it's beautiful. definitely good. Definitely worth it. I usually don't pick up Joker books because I'm over it. Absolutely. I shook my head as if I didn't do it either. I pick up, I mean, not often, but I pick up more Joker books than I think you do. And it's Oh, yeah, it's no, absolutely. Because like, I don't necessarily ever want to read a Joker story. The only time I will read a Joker story was like that Jeff Lemire story. Yeah. And that's because it was Jeff Lemire and uh, what's it? Andrea Andreas Sorrentino. Yeah. And then this... Because it's Matthew Rosenberg. Yeah. Yep. So it's like there literally has to be a creator on the book that will like draw me into it. Otherwise, I'm just like, no, I know who the fucking Joker is. I don't yeah. care. I don't like, want to read I, it anymore. Do you want me to write a Joker story? Fine. I'll do it too. Like, it's just me. <laughs> just like walking around 
working at a coffee shop, telling people to fuck off. <laughs> yeah, imagine Joker just having a regular job, like, being integrated back into society, like, after his stay at Arkham Asylum, and then just, like, working in a coffee shop. Just works at Legend Comics and Coffee. <laughs> I'd read that. Uh, I straight up would read that. All right. I might write that. Okay. I'm gonna go. Okay. I'm gonna keep going. Yeah, just go. Uh, I have cable number 12. This actually came out last week, but we just got it this week. This is the last issue um satisfying it was satisfying three books now i am bummed out Uh, i just love phil noto's art so much which is like such a huge draw of this book and i just like i really loved kid cable he was a lot of fun but you know all good things must come to an end i guess Mm -hmm. um it was good though i really i did like it i It's, it sucks because it was one of the few X-Men books that I was, like, truly still enjoying quite a bit. So I was bummed to see it, like, depart now. hmm So. Uh, Been name-dropping all day, Patrick. But, yeah, Phil Noda art, good. Gary D- Duggan's, like, words, good. I enjoyed it as a whole. I thought it was, like, a lot of fun. And I, I didn't feel... Like, there were, like, the, ugh, sorry, I just, like, word vomited several times there. The one downfall of this series, especially with it being so short, was, like, the X of Swords, like, kind of cut in That, there. yeah, yeah. So it's just, like, kind of stole from the story a little bit, which I, I love the, I loved X of Swords a lot, but taking, now, like, finishing this book up, I feel like it was, you know, kind of unfortunate for this book. yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. All right, ready? Yeah, let's do it. We got some Wolverine. This is also from last week, but we just got this. So this is issue number 14. This is just Wolverine doing some X-Force business. Yeah, that is, he's just doing X-Force business, just figuring out what's going on with the Marauder. Mm-hmm. Meeting some pirates. Just Drink, hanging out. Drinking some whiskey. Just Wolverine shit. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to get on a shirt. Just Wolverine just shit. Just some Wolverine shit. This is uh, X-Men. This is number two. This fucking copy. I cannot. Uh, Our little X-Men just go out on a little fight. I do, because we had talked about whether or not I wanted to keep this um, on my poll. I just, not that I'm not interested, because I am, um, but if I did, it would be mainly for the art. Yeah, no, straight up. This art is just... Every time that he comes in with, like, a new book, I'm just like, damn, dude, why? Why is this so good? And the colors, too, just, yeah. like, balance it out so well. They're, and just there's so many really great, like, scenes that they do and mm-hmm. the way they set up the pages. Like, even this fucking plane flying through, just so many cool aspects of it. Yeah. That one's, like, I'm going to show it because it's not really a spoiler, but anytime that they do that with Cyclops, I just absolutely the, love it. I go feral. This one. Yeah. Yeah, the art the art is a whole a whole thing to this book and a whole big reason to mm-hmm. pick it up. I mean, I suppose if you just want some like X Men doing shit, like just fighting just, bad guys, that's exactly what this is. Yeah. yeah, cute little missions with I, the new group. Yeah, I think they're like doing a little more to like expand on those characters that you don't necessarily know. Like yeah. they did that little sunspot thing in this issue. I did love that. I thought yeah. that was very very good. Um, and I do love aspects of it. I just like I just. 
I, I understand 100%. Like yeah. I said, I'm going to keep it on my pole for, like, a bit and, like, test it out, test out the waters, if nothing else. But, yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah, Heather and I, uh, our friend Patrick just said uh, he's close to dropping Wolverine because it's been too X-Men-y lately. And I think that we had this conversation earlier. I don't know if, it, like, for us, it's, like, kind of an X-Men burnout. But I feel mm-hmm. like that's kind of been the thing with all of these stories is that they felt, like, way too too x-men-y yeah the reason we're reading specific books is because we just want that like i just want classic like wolverine stuff like i know that they obviously have to carry the story and it's a part of this universe that has to connect but i just like i if i i could have read x-force and it would have been the exact same thing like what are you gonna do in next week's x-force what's gonna what's gonna happen this most likely it's just wolverine coming back with a non-existent hangover like hey this is what i found out you know it's just i don't care anymore just stop yeah it's definitely lost its flair i think there it's just like too many books too many all at once sorry my bad i understand i understand the difference between sunfire and sunspot they have very similar names (laughs) excuse me everybody it happens it happens We've talked Too about... Too many X-Men. And we've also talked about, like, 16 books today. Yeah. Uh-huh. got to do 16 more. <laughs> so that's all I got to say. That's all I got. Nothing good. It's been a week. It's been a week. We hope you had a good week. <laughs> uh, and we will... We'll see you next time. Go support your local libraries. Support your local comic book shops. Uh, wear a mask again. Yeah, if, please. Even if you're vaccinated. We know somebody who has whole workplace has been vaccinated all of them are now sick um so just you know look out for yourself other people no reason not to mm-hmm. a mask is easy superheroes do it it's they fight crime easy. you can it do just it. looks cool too yeah I mean, and nobody has to see your face which is also really rad mm-hmm. um okay so then uh i think that's all i got we love you that's we'll all i got see you on the flip hoodie flip